So here we are. It's Christmas Eve, and I see all of these people out there with brightly colored sweaters and dresses and outfits, and we're wearing our best apparel, and we have smiles on our faces. A lot of you probably have been to parties, or maybe you open gifts at home, and you are in the Christmas spirit. We are adorned with a, a beautiful sanctuary, all the poinsettias, the Christmas tree, and the lights. And yet, you know, and I know, that there are some people who are not so much in the spirit, and not in the Christmas spirit at all. There are there are Grinches and there are Scrooges out there and there are some curmudgeons and there are people who just don't want to celebrate. I heard about one man who decided he just wasn't going to get involved at all this year. Too much commercialism. The pace was way too hectic. He just wasn't going to do it. And especially this year, he was not, under any circumstances, going to send Christmas cards. It just wasn't worth the effort. It wasn't worth the expense. He just wasn't going to do it. And he felt really good about his decision. Well, for about 10 days. Because, you know, what happens, even when you don't send Christmas cards, what comes into your mailbox? Christmas cards. Other people are sending them to you. They don't know you're not sending them this year. And so they began to pile up. They came from far and wide. His family, his friends, even people he hadn't heard of for quite a long time. And then, as you know, the guilt begins to weigh on you. And he felt guilty because he hadn't sent any cards. And so, about four days before Christmas, he couldn't take it anymore. And he ran to the drugstore and he bought the very last box of Christmas cards. There were about 50 in there. He paid for them. He got the number of stamps that he needed. He went home and he frantically addressed all of those cards. He signed them all, went to the mailbox, and mailed them all. What a relief, he thought. Well, the next day... He felt pretty good about himself that he had done this thing until he remembered he had signed and mailed 49 out of 50 cards. He had remembered that the day before, he had left one on the mantle. And it finally occurred to him, he hadn't read what the card said. 49 cards, and he had no idea what any of them said other than he had addressed them and signed them. So he goes to the mantle, and he picks up that one remaining card, and this is what it said. This cheery note has come to say, a gift from me is on its way. (laughs) Now, that's an oops, wouldn't you say? Well, let me ask you tonight, what would be the perfect Christmas gift? If something was yet on its way, what would it be? Anybody want a, a pair of underwear this year? I mean, that's what we get at my house. They're in the, in the stocking. Another pair of socks, maybe a nice Christmas tie. How about a Christmas sweater? Are those things that we truly need? I mean, there are things that we want. Our kids want the latest, what, toy or gadget or game. They may not need it, but they want it. And of course, there are lots of things that we want, we have our eye on. I don't know, maybe it's a a new Apple Watch you have your eye on, or maybe it's a a piece of jewelry, a bracelet, or, or maybe a pair of earrings. Well, if you're looking around here, we see these big TVs. I kind of like one of those at my house. That would be kind of nice. I mean, bigger and fancier and certainly smarter than the one that I have would look nice over the mantle, and yet... I don't really need one because the old one that I have still works just fine. 
And we certainly don't need a brand new red sports car with a bow on top and a little cuddly puppy inside, even though the TV commercials says we do. What would be the perfect gift for Christmas? What exactly do we need? Well, speaking of Christmas cards, I got one a couple of years ago. And I would imagine that a lot of you probably have received a similar type of card. It said something like this. If what we needed most was information, God would have sent an educator. If what we needed most was technology, God would have sent a scientist. If what we needed most was pleasure, God would have sent an entertainer. If what we needed most was money, well, God would have sent an economist. But he didn't. What we need the most is forgiveness. And so God sent a Savior. We heard it in our Christmas story read just a few minutes ago. The words of those angels to those shepherds 2,000 years ago, and again to us, fear not. For I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, Savior, who is Christ the Lord. It's the greatest need that we, that we have in our hearts, that we have in our mind. The longing for forgiveness. And I want you to examine your heart. Is there anyone that has harmed you? And as a Christian, we know that we are to forgive, and yet so often it is incredibly difficult to let go of that pain that someone else has caused to us. Or maybe yourself. We've all made mistakes. We've done things that we wish we hadn't. We've taken wrong turns in life. Have you forgiven yourself for those mistakes? Or maybe a, a heart transplant. <laughs> now, I'm not talking about the physical variety, although we all have tickers maybe that could work a little better. Maybe a, a larger set of lungs, maybe for some of us getting a little older, a new shoulder or hip or knee or, heck, let's just overhaul the whole thing, you know? <laughs> we could use that. But no, what I'm talking about is a new set of values, a new attitude, where we look at others before we look at ourselves. Or peace, I mean, we hear that in the song, Peace on Earth. It's a desire of so many people, peace on earth. What a, what a grand idea. Well, I'd settle just for a little peace in here, maybe. Not so much conflict between what I know I ought to do and what I want to do. Or maybe just a respite from the expectations of others. That would be peace, wouldn't it? Or how about peace with God? We all wrestle and struggle at times with, with what his will might be for our lives. Now, wouldn't it be great if God would just answer all of our prayers the way that we want? That would be peace, or would it? Maybe we need to admit that his will is best for us. A lot of you are suffering loss this Christmas. You have a hole in your heart. 
missing that person who was here last year. Would that be the gift? If that person could return. Or maybe just not to be alone. And I don't mean that just a person, because we all have people around us. But a person that would truly get us and understand everything that we're going through. What would be the perfect gift? Well, it was a Christmas Eve, very much like this one. Earlier in the afternoon, a mother, she had a number of children. As you do as parents, you have to get them ready for the evening, for the Christmas Eve service. And so she was going about all of these different activities, and she noticed her 8-year-old and 8-year-olds, especially on Christmas Eve, have all kinds of energy. And she she knew that she needed to give him a little job, so she said, Tell you what, I want you to shine my shoes. Just take them out there on the back porch. Take some old newspaper, here's some polish, and just go to it and try not to make too much of a mess. And off he went. And it wasn't too long he came back. And the shoes were polished. Wow, he he did a really good job. So the mom, she hugged him and she thanked him. And then she reached over to her pocketbook and she pulled out a quarter. And she said, here, take this as well. Well, a couple hours later, now it's time for the, for the service to begin. They're rushing out of the house. She has to finish dressing, and she is putting on her shoes. She puts the foot in, and, well, there's something there in the bottom. What is that? It's the very quarter that she had given to her son. And it was wrapped in notebook paper, and it had that children's scrawl on it. And it simply said, I done it out of love. Isn't that the perfect gift? It reflects the giver. A heart of love. But also it meets the need of the one who receives it. And isn't that what God has done? You see, he looked down on this sin-scarred world of ours 2,000 years ago. And he saw all these hurting people who were confused and conflicted. And he said, they don't need an educator. They don't need a scientist. They don't need an entertainer. Certainly not an economist. They need God himself. And so he came down from heaven to earth. And Jesus was born there in that stable. The baby was wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. It's what we come to celebrate tonight. The perfect gift of Christmas. This little baby who grew up to become a man, the God-man, who lived a perfect life in our place and then took all of our sins upon himself so that we could be forgiven the perfect gift, reflecting the love of God and giving us exactly what we, what we need tonight, forgiveness, so that we can have a relationship with God and with other people, and so we can have the ability to forgive even those who have hurt us, so we can go on with our life. 
We have the gift of a new heart, a transplant, a heart that beats not only for ourselves, but also for others, looking to their needs above our own, so that we might understand that the greatest gift is is in the giving and not just the receiving. It's a heart that is filled with peace, to recognize that it doesn't matter truly what happens to us in this life. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. We know that tomorrow will indeed be better because there will be healing. And there will always be that one who truly gets it. God himself, because he has lived In the flesh, he's walked in our shoes and he knows exactly what you're going through. It's the perfect gift. The love of God, which took on flesh and came down to live with us. It's exactly what we needed. Not only for Christmas Eve, but for every day and for every Christmas to follow. And so, the question again, why did God do it? Well, you know the answer to that. He done it out of love, right? It is the perfect gift. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be to all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Oh, and one more thing. You know what always makes the perfect gift even better? When you can share it with one another. My prayer that that is exactly what you will do. And tomorrow, when you wake up on Christmas Day, you will know it's a perfect gift because you'll point to it and you'll say, that was exactly what I needed. Amen? Amen.